Hey guys, if you really like this episode, please support our podcast by going to talkmurder.com slash join and becoming a Talko Supremo. Konnichiwa. Today's true crime story was requested from across the pond from one of our biggest supporters and fans of the show, Danielle. Now, you've probably already got a good idea from reading the episode title what this story is about. But what I've learned from researching this disturbingly true story is sometimes to get what you want, you just need to grab life by the balls and run. Literally. So to all my guys out there, grab and hide your katanas because tonight we are slicing into the life of Sade Abe, the penis-snatching geisha. Welcome, guys, to this taco special of Talk Murder to Me. We're back at it recording again. Yes. Welcome. 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 (laughs) Soft voices. I feel like we should shout out the fact that somebody did actually guess from your Dungeons and Dragons. What? Did they really? Yeah, they did. Oh, Um, wow. Abby. Is she a Texas native? No, she just watches a lot of ID uh, Discovery. She said she had. A, she did admit she had to Google the name, um, but Abby nailed the guess that it was Susan Bailey. Wow! Congratulations, Abby. That's pretty impressive. I thought so. Me too. Because that's really not a famous story, even though it's been on ID. It's not really famous, and it only happened ten years ago. You would think more people would know about it. Hmm. And also, our main girl from Iowa thought it was hilarious that Jen had to again read the flashlight part. <laughs> There'd be some reading I, tonight, too. I don't think I'm ever going to volunteer to read again. Actually, I didn't volunteer that time. <laughs> you asked me to read. Uh-huh. So, anytime you ask it's me to read, I'm just going to say no. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm so. All, I, it's all random. I pick it at random. It's like the Pee Wee thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the particular part of the Pee Wee story uh, that you read. Oh, yes. Okay, so we got a. All right, first off, guys, I have a cold, so I sound more manly than I usually do, so don't let it scare you, especially if you listen to us at night. Um, I want to start out by saying we got a comment from LaMegs. Hey, LaMegs! Usually when her comments pop up, I'm scared to read them because I think she's going to yell at me, but this time she yelled at everybody. Excellent! (laughs) So if you want to read what LaMegs, a.k.a. Scuba Megs, has to say... (laughs) Okay, y'all. I totally understand why y'all took a week off while you were doing while you did your live show, but y'all should have said something. I have been worried about you guys because I thought the Clintons may have been out for y'all after the boys on the track episode. <laughs> Not even joking. I've been checking your website to see if there's any <laughs> sign of life. <laughs> Glad y'all are okay. Glad the live show went well. John is wrong. Olive Garden is amazing. Happy birthday, Jen. P.S. I lied about Olive Garden for Jen's birthday. <laughs> also, can I follow you ladies on social yes. media? Love you guys. You're my favorite murder Aww. podcast. Uh, thank yes, you. Yes, add us on social media. Yes, you can. That's I fine. I don't have a personal Instagram. Only Jen does. But add me on Facebook, girl. Yeah. I also have a Snapchat. I do snap with our tacos. We we do apologize. We we Yeah, we didn't really do much posting either because there was just too much going yeah. on. Too much. I was driving. Couldn't really research anything because I didn't want anyone else to drive. So tonight we have a taco special. 
for one of our community members. We're going somewhere tonight that you guys will probably guess because I went out and bought a signature drink for the story. I could not help myself. I thought it was so appropriate. Do you guys want to know what it is? Are we going to Arizona? Louisiana. Alabama. Let's give Arizona iced tea or Arizona drinks. Alabama. Tonight, we are going to Japan. Oh, shit. I got some sake for you guys. Is this what my sister requested? This is for our Tacos Primo, Danielle. Oh, hey, Danny. Konnichiwa from Japan, guys. Um, So glad you enjoyed the care package I sent you guys with some of my favorite goodies. We have lived in Japan for just over four months now and I love it here. The culture and cuisine is amazing. Um, But when we moved here, something that was kind of interesting, we weren't allowed to bring any of our guns or ammunition into the country. So we ended up snoring them. But that kind of got me thinking, you know, isn't Japan a pretty peaceful place with not much crime, let alone guns, which it is. Um, But I did come across this one story about a woman who grabbed life by the balls, so to speak, and actually influenced the Japanese film industry. Um, So I'll let John explain, but I chose this story because I thought Jen and Nicole would find it pretty entertaining. So enjoy, guys. Danny Pooh. Nicole's sister, biological sister. What other kind of sister Uh, would she be? I don't know, like one of those (laughs) sorority sisters. Stepsister. Didn't have a sister. Okay, so this. Sister from another mister. This sake is Shochigu by. Anyway, we have to shake this one up. You never done sake, really? Jen? No, no, not a shot. I've they've squirted it into my mouth before. What? <laughs> Who squirted sake into your what mouth? The Japanese people. What the? What? Fuck? Are, you, are you sure that was sake? At the hibachi. Is, they don't squirt the hibachi. Sake. I want to clarify. I know you're probably going to cut that part out, John, just for your own enjoyment. But at the hibachi restaurant, they squirt sake into your mouth out of the little. Was it warm and yellow? <laughs> Uh, or was it water? Hot water? They do not squirt sake yeah, in your mouth. I don't think so. <laughs> Squirting yeah. sake in your mouth. <laughs> Holy shit. Where did she go eat hibachi at? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a magical hibachi place, actually, if so, that's true. Danielle, what a great story that you requested. I am so excited to uh, do this story for you. So are you supposed to freeze sake? Uh, no, but I like it cold. Oh. You can either drink sake hot or cold. All right. So I just opened the first sake. I have no idea what so, sake is. I can't even read the label. So how come you bought two? Well, this was six bucks, and that was nine bucks. It's like, seems pretty cheap. I know. That's just why I usually <laughs> order it when I'm at a Japanese, I mean, when we're yeah. at, like, hibachi, because it's what so cheap. Sake? And it is gets it you like drunk. Beer? It's a ri- it is it's high something alcohol. with rice, like... Rice alcohol? S- some sort of yeast rice. I don't I don't really know, to be honest. Rice? Here, can you pour us all one gin? So Danielle submitted this under the form under the title Girl Power. 
Oh, if you want to be my lover, gotta get with, with my, my friend. friend. Make it last forever, because friendship never ends. If you want to be my lover. Hey, John, I have a Japan story for you. Sweet. I think you'll really enjoy researching it, and I really did. Thank you, Danielle. The killer's name is... Now, I'm probably going to get this wrong a hundred times. It's Sade Abe. S-A-D-A-A-B-E. Sada Abe is one badass Japanese biatch, and I think Jen and Nicole will be pretty entertained with this one. And um, I think you're right. This is a very crazy story. Hmm. I can't wait. So, is so anybody... are we taking this as a shot? Um, yeah, I mean, you just... Do they have no, a traditional saying as, like, fears <clears throat> or whatever? Oh, I don't know. Hiya! No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not. <laughs> Hi, yeah, yeah, and then take the shot. I don't think it's a shot. I think you just drink it straight. Oh. I'm not going to enjoy this. We probably should just got it. one bottle. <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever well, had. Take, try the other one then if you don't like that one. It's like, it's all right. It's pretty good. Turn in Japanese. I think we're turning Japanese. I, I really, really think so. All right, so we are going to the morning of May 19th. This year? 1936. Whoa. Yeah. So We haven't done an old murder in a while. No. Yeah. Right? This murder, most people consider it gruesome, you know, grotesque, awful. I think think of it as a love story. Okay. We may be talking a little bit about Sieko, spelled just like that watch, which means Seiko, which means sexual intercourse. Wait, what? That's what that means? Yeah, Seiko. Is it? S-E-I-K-O. Like the watch means that? K-O. I don't know. Isn't the watch like Finnish or Swedish or something though? It must not mean the same thing. Or maybe it does. Maybe it does. I would totally name my watch sexual intercourse. Of course you would. I wouldn't expect anything less from you. We're also going to be talking about geishas and all that stuff. I learned a lot about geishas. That's cool. Yeah. My mom has a porcelain geisha doll in our dining room. I don't know if you guys saw that when we were... Mm. I guess you didn't really venture into the dining room. The morning of May 19th, 1936, a day after this murder happened that I'm going to tell you about, the headlines of the Ashahi paper, which is like a newspaper, read, Grotesque murder. This is all in capital letters. Front page. Boom. Bro- grotesque. Except it's written in Japanese, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like... They got the symbols and the dragons and tigers. And stuff. I remember in like fourth grade, they used to like during Chinese New Year, they used to bring us like the Chinese crispy chow mein noodles, and mm-hmm. um, and we'd eat that eat, eat those as a snack and try to draw Chinese letters, which is different than Japanese. Yes, I know. <laughs> I do know that. I, I think I prefer Japanese food, though. I really. Love- I love Chinese food, but I think I prefer Japanese food. I do love me some sushi. Oh, I love sushi. Okay, I feel like I did not do my sister justice when we introduced her. Yeah, introduce her. She didn't even say say, Yeah. (laughs) Aside from like, hey. Yeah, wow. That's fucked up. (laughs) Okay. So, Danny, uh, my my big sister, Danielle, we're three years apart. Uh, We used to drive each other absolutely crazy. But Danielle is truly one of my best friends. 
I have, I have to say she is my best friend. I feel like I can't just say one they of. They look the same. They're like twins. We don't look the Y'all same. Y'all look exactly the same. No, no we don't. don't. Yeah, you do. No, they don't. I don't think we do. I think you do. Okay. Fun fact, your sister and Danny's sister were in the same class in high school. Oh, I didn't realize that it was Danny's sister. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, that's cool. What, and what was her name? Katie. Oh, we have to ask Danielle if they know each other. They I'm should, sure they I think they have. did. Katie says she's friends with her on Facebook. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I think. I mean, it's a small high school. Yeah. There was probably like 140 in their graduating but class. But I do know there was another Laporte and Yes, Lisa. That, yes. So anyway, so obviously Danny is also from Boston, Massachusetts, but she is a traveling lady because her husband, my brother-in-law Omar, is in the Navy. He is a fighter pilot and he flies the Growler. They were stationed in Whidbey, Washington for about five years. They were in Virginia Beach for about a year last year, which was the closest I've lived to her since I was in high school. Um, When she was in school at Villanova, she and Omar were in school together. And now they're in Iwakuni, Japan. Iwakuni. Which is like an hour or so from Hiroshima. So not in like the probably what you would think of as the that best part. Is Hiroshima still all like bombed out? No, zone. no, it's like a city. Oh, again. really? Yeah. Oh, crazy. Um, so she is there for a total of two and a half years. They've been there for about three months with my uh, little niece, Olivia, and Luke. And oh, he just turned 10 months today, right? Yeah, he's uh, Olivia's, nine months. Olivia will be three in October and he will be one. All right, so let's get started. The morning of May 19th, 1936, the headlines of the Ashahi paper, capital letters, grotesque murder in red light district. Oh. Blood characters carved in master's corpse. Yeah. Beautiful maid disappears following love tryst. Oh, my goodness. Tryst. Tryst. I love that word, tryst. Yes, yeah, that's, 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 that's a word with friends word. word right there. The Ashai paper interviewed the owner of Masaki Tea House. Now, when I say tea house, just replace the word tea house with brothel. I was going to say brothel. Yeah. It's kind of like how coffee shops in Amsterdam are really... Yeah. And I'm going to explain. Weed shops. I'm going to explain no. the history of geishas for you. Cafes or weed shops. In a little bit. So. Like in Euro Trip. Yeah. It was a love hotel. Okay. Called the Tea House. But it was basically a rooms for rent. You can rent them for an hour or whatever. Not like Motel 6s, but you know, like Japanese rooms with like. We have to take your shoes off. Karma Sutra books and stuff. That's I guess. Indian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, uh, fuck, I don't know. Just think about Japanese when you're, I'm telling you. Yeah, where it's like, it's like module things. Yeah, module bed. What's a module bed? They're like, everything's like super compact in Japan. All right, so the owner. You slide into a tube and you sleep in a tube or something. Oh, no, I would not like that. I I would not like that. The owner of this tea house explained during the previous week, she saw two people enter. Now, there's people coming in and out all the time, you know. This is a poppin' place. But there was a, quote, professional-looking woman, about 31 to 32. Now, she had actually checked in with a, quote, dapper-looking playboy type, about age 50. Oh. Now, they only checked in for one night 
actually, but they ended up staying four days. For four days, they stayed in this lovemaking hotel, all right, and they were drinking sake the entire time. The ma- Well, I shouldn't say maids. The geishas, the housemaids, would walk into the room, slide open the door, take the empty sake bottles out, replace new sake bottles there, and they would just be going at it. I'm talking about hardcore sexual intercourse, okay? Hardcore say echoes. Seikos? Hardcore Seikos. They were Seikoing it bad. Sometimes the maid would come in. It'd be so awkward because they're like, eh, 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 eh. oh, yeah, just put it over there. Eh, eh, eh. Okay, and sometimes the geisha would come in and play the shimshi. Play the shimshi. Oh, wait, I got to look up that word again. Sometimes the maid, the geisha would come in and play that little guitar thing, the shimshis. So just picture this little hotel room. And these, this professional-looking 30-year-old and this older guy. Now, the guy is a restaurateur. Okay, well, he owns one restaurant. He's not rich, rich, but he's pretty well off. So he's basically the sugar daddy, if you will. Mm-hmm. And they're just going at it, man. Like, a room smaller than this studio. Like, tiny. And they're shaking the whole building, the whole hotel. And these maids are coming That's in. They keep giving force. them sake. More sake, 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 sake. They're all drunk. And they're not just having regular coitus. They're doing some strange oh, shit. Yes. At one point, Sata... Oh, I suck at these names, man. At one point, the female takes off her Obi Camino. I oh, fuck, I suck kimono? at this Kimono? Kimono. <laughs> shit. She takes off Obey her kimono. Camino. Obi Camino. Obi Wan Kenobi. I know. She, it's Obi <laughs> is a... Obi is a sash. All right, whatever. Dude, I grew up on a farm with cows. Well, none of us grew up in Japan, so I don't know why you're (laughs) thinking that we're judging you. We we have just as little idea as you do. You know, the the kimono is what you wear. Kimono. The kimono is what you wear. Right, like a robe. It's like a robe. Yeah. The thing that just like sat in. It's what I just got at that wedding. So the thing that. Oh, you got a kimono? Mm -hmm. That's a nice one. So the thing that ties it. I got pajamas. Guys, listen. The thing that ties it together is the obi. Okay. It's like the little belt. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. She takes that thing off, wraps it around his neck, and starts choking him. Now the They're whole time, they're into BDSM. But he, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. BDSM. But it's like this couple just figured out what erotic asphyxiation is. Maybe they did. Maybe they just discovered it. And in the video I'm gonna show you, which I'm also putting on Talk Murder, is very weird. And it's not in English, but you're more than welcome to watch it if you're really weird. The guy, he's getting choked, eh, 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 and his tongue is going in and out of his mouth. Like mm, I don't want to mm, see that. Mm, mm, mm. But he loves it. And he's about to, you know, get all his stuff out. Ew. And what then they do, they, that. That's what they're doing the whole time in this hotel. I just want you guys to know that. It was just like very awkward for every other guest, every other maid. Didn't, anyway. Didn't they eat? No. I feel like they you'd were just have to screwing eat. for four days. I mean, I'm just they were it was like a fucking weird mating ritual. I don't know, it was weird. The woman actually left on May 18th, okay? Now the guy's dead. I'm just gonna point that out. She leaves the day he dies. Sade leaves the hotel and she tells the maid. 
Listen, now I'm going to tell you the guy's name. The guy's name is Ashita Kachiso. I'm just going to call him Ashita. I think I can manage that. That sounds good. So she leaves the room. Did you know that Japanese names, the first name is the last name? Yeah. And that's what they, well, in some cases. So I did a little bit of research on that because I saw her name is Sada Abe. And then some people said Abe Sada. So it's in certain regions where it's like a formality thing. Like hmm. Ichiro Suzuki on all of his jerseys, they all said Ichiro. Sadi walks out. She tells the maid, listen, I don't know if you noticed, but we just been doing it a lot. Okay. And what I'm trying to say. I don't know if you didn't he- overhear me. Is Ashita in there is freaking tired because we've been doing it so much. These are like exact quotes here. Okay. Wow. So, <laughs> so she. She is ballsy. So she leaves. Now she, the whole time. But the tea house is probably used to this. Yeah. Right. She this walks not, out. And I want to point out she's actually wearing his undergarments. Oh. Okay. She walks Walk out. Shame. I like now, this lady. They were only supposed to be there for one day. And these people were sick of them. They drank all their sake. I'm assuming they paid for it though. Yeah, I guess they pay for it. And or he paid for he it. He paid for it. And they were being loud, you know? Yeah. So they wanted him out anyway. So as soon as she leaves, the maid's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go wake Ashido up. Get this and tell him, out you know, you got to go, man. GTFO. What do you think Ashido looked like? Um, Dad. Purple. The maid walks in there. Ashido's on the futon. All right. There's a room for a futon in this small room. It said, "All right, so the book I'm I'm the book we'll be reading from tonight. I only read like a quarter of it. It's really awful. What's it it's, called? It's really not a good book. But anyway, it does it does do one thing good is it gives the actual police reports in English. So, we'll kind of be reading like from her words, but they described it as a futon. I don't think it was a futon like a futon that you buy at Walmart for cheap. You know, it pulls out into a bed. I think futon just means, like, mattress on the floor or something. The maid walks in, blood everywhere. All on the walls, everything. She's like, ah! Now, she's a geisha. Okay, so they're not used to seeing this. They're really... Wait, who's a geisha? The one who discovered the maid. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the maids are geishas. Does geisha mean maid? No. I thought geisha was, like, a high-end... No, no, no. Geishas can be... Prostitutes. I, yeah. I'll get into geishas. They they probably weren't geishas. They were maids. Okay. They, maybe they were geishas. I don't know. This story's really confusing. Wasn't there a movie? Memoirs of a Geisha? Yes, thank you. <clears throat> All right. So there's blood everywhere. He is obviously dead. Okay. From whatever. They were doing some kinky ass shit. On the wall behind him on the futon were the words. No, not words like English, but like translated. You know, they're like letters. Or whatever. Written in Japanese. Written in Japanese. And it translated into Sare Kichi. Now, Kichi is the kind of the nickname for Azoto. Kichi, Kichi, yeah, yeah. Because well, his name is Ashida Kazizo. So they call him Kichi. So it's Sare Kichi together forever. On the wall behind uh, Azoto was the words Sare Kichi together forever. On his thigh, carved into his thigh. Sade Kichi together. 
and on his left arm just read Sade. Now, well, let me guess who did it. <laughs> yeah. Now let me tell you about a cheat. Uh, let me tell you about Ashita. Ashita Kazizo, known as Kichi, is a 42-year-old owner of a restaurant called Yoshidaya. Now, Sade Abe was actually a waitress at the restaurant Yoshidaya. And from all accounts, Ashita was kind of a womanizer. And it started out, as soon as Sadi, which we'll talk about how she got this job, but as soon as she started working there, he started, like, touching her butt, you know, doing this stuff. Now, he's married. Okay, and by all accounts, his wife knew about this whole thing. She was more in it for the business transaction. You know, he, he owned his own restaurant. He was making good money. The wife didn't really care. And, in fact, the wife would often say, oh, he, Ashita has a private appointment with someone in a private area. And, in fact, the first time Sade and Ashita Kichi hooked up was in the restaurant. Oh. So, I mean, what's the view on monogamy in Japan? Like, That's a good I question. I thought it was pretty similar. Like, I don't no, it's not. Not at this time period. And let me get into that later. That's a good question, but I don't want to get into it right Sorry. now. Sorry. No, it, no, it's, I'm going to get into it, but it fits more like 10 later. minutes from now. Yeah. Do you want me to re-ask it later? Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes can now. you give me a cue as to when I can ask no, it? No, because I've already forgot what the question was. Now, he was strangled. Wow, that takes a lot of force for a female to strangle a male. I yeah, but he was strangled with the Obi Caminos. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Now... This story, everyone's like, this story is so <laughs> gruesome, grotesque, ugly. Come on now. What a bitch. Why would she do that? Everything that she did, I mean, she carved her name in him. That's forever. Just a little possessive. Okay. What do, you, do you guys not understand how in love you have to be? I mean, I would do anything for love, but I won't I do won't that. I won't do that. Well, she was so in love with this guy. Okay. One then why'd she kill him? Oh, because he was tapping some other booty. He was married, and Saudi was so in love. She was so in love, and this whole story is about love, that she knew she had killed him, and the cops were going to be coming, and from, from now on, they'll be forever separated. Okay? She'll probably be put to death. But then they'll be reunited. But then, yeah, maybe. Well, it depends on their view of what happens. I don't know. But I, the whole point what I'm trying to make is she did this for love. You do crazy things for love. You, you carve your name into your boyfriend's leg for love. You write naturally your name plus his name on the wall in his blood for love. Yep. It's like the equivalent of, you know, doing that in a journal, you, you know? Yeah. I mean, this, why wasn't this a, a Lennon McCartney song? You do things for love like that. You carve the name into the thigh. You write, you take their own blood and write your name and his name. Of course, yes, following. Mm -hmm. On the wall. You guys understand that? Yeah, sounds reasonable. Totally. You also take a 12-inch butcher's knife and cut off his genitalia. Oh, yeah, of course. And put it in your pocket. Oh, (laughs) She's just trying to make a mold for later, like we were talking about last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is trying to make a dildo. Well, she... Here's what happened. She didn't need to make one. She had one. (laughs) He died... Here's what happened. He dies around 2 in the morning, okay? 
She sits on the bed with him, stroking his hair. Now, he's dead, okay? So he doesn't feel this. But she's like, this is going to be it. The cops are going to get me. I need to take something from him that I can keep forever. His That's penis. called being in love. Now, I have a question. Now, well, before you ask this question, can you read this? No. <laughs> okay, Nicole. Nicole, can you read that? When asked why she had severed Ashita's genitalia, Abe replied, because Abe. I... <laughs> you said Abe. <laughs> That's what it says. Abe. Oh. <laughs> Abe. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Abe. Well, we can call her Honest Abe. Yeah, let's call her Abe. Abe replied, <laughs> because I couldn't take his head or body with me. I wanted to take the part of him that brought back to me the most vivid memories. See, Jen, you could have read that, but now guess what? You're going to read what's next. <laughs> I was I trying to like, help you out. I feel like I just walked into a trap. <laughs> I was literally trying to help you out. <laughs> I I mean no I do have a question though like maybe was she not like maybe she didn't intentionally murder him but like did all this after the fact um, maybe because of this over, seems auto- fairly no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 I mean the after effects yes definitely seem intentional but if they were experimenting with autoerotic asphyxiation. Like, maybe he died when they were doing that, and then she was like, oh, F, well, I might as well, like, go wild. Go wild. Maybe she went crazy and did all of this because she was so upset that he died. I mean, she was upset. She loved this guy. Okay. Now, I want to point out, she didn't bring anything to the hotel. I mean, he brought luggage. He's, you know, got money. She brings nothing, not even something to change. What, she's going to put this well, severed spe- penis? she's clearly spending most of her time naked. She's just going to put some severed penis in her pocket? No. She takes a, a local newspaper that's been sitting there, and she rolls the penis up, kind of like a sausage. If you, th- <laughs> if you think of a... You remember the like a cr- deli? You remember uh, Seinfeld, the Kramer's making the sausage? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> so you roll the penis up inside the newspaper, and it looks like a sausage. So she probably walked out the door, and they're like, oh... Oh, lunch? it's just my lunch, yeah. So they probably didn't even know none the wiser. Anyway, when if you ask any lumberjack out there, and if you're a, a male listening to this... Where are we going with this? <laughs> well, if you're a male listening to this, you automatically know how to cut down a tree. Like, how do you cut down a tree? Do you start at the top? No. Do you start in the middle? No. You start at the base? Yeah. Okay. The same thing with severing a penis. Okay, you don't start in the middle. You go right at the base. But if you go to the base far enough down at the base base, you also get two little extra things that go along with it. So when detectives walked in, here's what I want to say. Two detectives walk in. They're looking at Ashido. At first, they think he's a woman because there ain't nothing down there. His penis and his balls, his testes are removed Completely. It's like flat skin, Jen. Flat. Like I mean, a Ken doll. She was like a samurai with that freaking knife. Dink! Like freaking clean. She puts them in this little newspaper, wraps them up, sticks them in her pocket, and walks out the door. That's called being in love. Jen, I know, I know we talked about this before, but once you find... You'll really know when you're in love when 
your girlfriend severs your penis and, and balls. <laughs> I'm probably going to cut all of this. <laughs> it just you that say that. Bit. Y'all don't like this story? No, we're I, fascinated. I, I'm fascinated. All right, then she leaves. All right, let me see. Now, uh, this is a little bit about that crazy-ass video, one of the movies I found. I, I don't know uh, the title of it because it's not in English. But I do want to uh, show you kind of how it is. Go to talkmire.com to see this crazy-ass video I'm putting on there. I don't know the name of it, but it kind of shows them having sex and choking each other out and everything else. So he's passed out right now. <laughs> She's taking her Obi Camino off, and or Obi Kimonos, and putting it around his neck. See how much she loves him as she's tightening the thing more around his neck? So romantic. He's really looking deeply into his eyes. So that's basically how that went. <laughs> All right, let me show you where she cuts off the wiener. All right, he's dead. Now she talks to the body for like ever. Oh, yeah, she rubs her boobs in her mouth. I don't know, that's really weird. <laughs> she actually rubs her breast in his mouth. That's <laughs> so weird. Okay, so here you see... She is so infatuated with Ashido that she pulls up his garment and she's talking to his genitalia right now. She's asking him a question. He's drinking some more sake. <laughs> he's trying to make out with him. No, he's dead. He's been dead for like two hours. <laughs> you fuck. It's interesting because you rarely see this in females as necrophiliacs. Right. You see it? She's stabbing it in there like a samurai. Cut it. Look how precise she's doing it right at the base. You would think she's, she would just slice it clean off. Jesus Christ. This is really hard to watch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what is that noise? Oh, no. <laughs> Your sister recommended this. <laughs> I want to tell you. <laughs> All right. The penis has come off. And she's smiling. All right. That was something Wait, you Wait, can... does it show her wrapping it in the thing? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't get that far. That is something you can never unsee. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Danny. So I'm putting wow. that video on Talk Murder. It's pretty accurate, anyway, about what happened. All right, let me talk a little bit about this girl, Saudi, Saudi Abe. All right, as soon as this happens, she leaves, and she vanishes, and the whole... Country of Japan goes into an Abe Sade panic. There's even a riot that takes place because of the sensationalism of someone that thought they saw Abe Sade in the streets, traffic jam and everything. Everyone, because, all right, it's not like here. And what the, the thing I was thinking about when I was researching the story. Here, we'd be fascinated. There, they're fucking terrified. Because for all they know, she's some kind of demon or yeah. something. I mean, you know, Japanese, like, they're really into that demon shit. I mean, that, that's why they have the scariest movies. Those, some of those Japanese movies are scary as shit. Never seen them. You know that the, the girl that has her face cut into a smiley face? You ever seen that? No, not planning oh, on it. She has it. There's like this legend that she took some scissors and cut a big like the Joker. Yeah, but it's like a real thing. Like these Japanese people are scared of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to Hmm. cross these cultural lines with you guys without getting too drunk. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She grew up in a relatively 
upper class neighborhood. She was she was the youngest of eight. Now, back then, a lot of the kids didn't survive like they do today. So this is about her growing up because the book that I was reading this from and I'll put a link on uh, Talk Murder. It's not even in print anymore. So but I can put the book on there if you guys want. But. The, the reason I didn't like this book at all is because he was trying to explain why she did this as like a feminine versus masculine thing in Japan at this time. You know, there were pay, the men were overlords of the women and stuff like that, which, yeah, it makes sense. But also, as I'm going to talk about, she had syphilis and she's batshit crazy. I don't think it had anything to do with feminism. I think she was just crazy out of her mind and cut the dude's yeah, penis and balls off. Possible. So uh, that's literally anyway. Like John Bobbitt. Go ahead. Among Abe Seda's siblings, however, the police caught a whiff of moral decay. She was the seventh of eight children, only four of whom lived to adulthood. Of those who did not survive, she was one stillborn. One died of berberia. Ber- berry berry. One oh. died of berry berry. One died of meningitis, and the last ended in a miscarriage. None of these deaths was unusual. So she was the seventh born, but she is the youngest because the one born after her died, too. All right. So as the youngest, she's spoiled. And the family she grew up in, like I said, they were upper class in a nice neighborhood. The family was of tatami makers. T-A-T-A-M-I. Think about a Japanese hut for a second. All right, not kind of, you know, an old school Japanese hut. You guys don't know what that is? You guys not even ever watched kung fu movies? No. I mean, like where they had, like, they don't, they don't wear their shoes in the front. Yes, the, the, yes. The, they don't uh, wear the shoes. And the furniture is, like, very low to the ground. They don't yes. have chairs and stuff. So walk in there right now. Okay, take they have these off. in the Children's Museum in Boston, Nicole. Jen, take your shoes. I know you went to the Children's Museum in Boston. Listen. I'm listening. I'm just trying to help okay. her envision it. Walk in there, take your shoes off, step onto the mat. Yes. That mat is a tatami mat. Oh, okay. She came from a pretty wealthy family of tatame mat makers, the people that made the mats for that. Mm -hmm. that. So it'd be like, oh, my dad is one of the largest carpet distributors, something, over here in America. Yeah. Same thing. All right. She wanted to be a geisha. Now, the geishas, you really never, most people didn't want to be geishas because that is a prostitute essentially Um, no unmarried woman no all right let me let me break down geishas real quick and if anyone's out there that is an expert in japanese or whatever dude i am so sorry this is what i learned from the internet about 300 years ago a section in japan around uh tokyo a section a little territory called the kaiga K-A-G-A-I. This is, yeah, 1700s, 1600s. When all the merchant merchants were coming in and out, remember like the Silk Roads yes, and stuff like that, yes. when everyone's coming in and out of mm-hmm. every different country and trading shit, like spices and all kinds yeah. of shit. All right, so those travelers would stop by these little tea houses, okay? The brothels. Not yet. Not yet. They were actually tea they houses? They were actually tea houses to start with, they were called the Chaya, C-H-A-Y-A. They were tea houses. They sold like tea. like coffee like we have today. You stop in a coffee shop, you can get spice in your tea, whatever. Now, as, I'm picturing like modern day like Tivana. Yeah, like Tivana. Now, as mercantilism started to grow, 
and there's more people coming in, just like in economics, supply and demand. There's too much demand for these tea houses, so you have other ones opening up, which makes competition. Okay, so in order to compete, you have to do something better than your competitor. Like a happy ending. So, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm just saying, like, yeah. that's, that's where it's going, isn't it? They it turn into be, brothels, yeah. so, like, here, yeah. here like, well, yeah. $25 for your tea and a smile. Well, so they started dressing up these women in order to attract more of the male passerbys. And it started to work, and eventually it turned into a brothel, yeah. But men don't just like to go in there and have sex with prostitutes. They want some sort of culture involved. So the geishas actually, a, a traditional geisha starts, now I'm, I'm not an expert, but they start age 15 or even younger. They, they're secluded into this home. That has like a, a, you know, a housemaid that teaches them how to become a geisha. They don't leave ever. Well, they, they don't leave for a few years. So until they're they like learn. sex slaves. No, they're not sex slaves. They, they they like have to learn how to act and dress. They learn how to act oh, like debutantes. Well, not not that. Yes, but they learn how to entertain. Like, remember in the, the beginning of Mulan, how they, yes. she has to go to the matchmaker? Yes. It's like all, she had to learn how to do all that stuff. I think they have to, it's kind of well, similar. Oh, geishas, geishas are more stars than prostitutes. The traditional geishas, they, they need to be culturally aware. They need to learn how to sing. They play the shashami, which is that guitar with three strings that you always see the geishas playing. I'll show you a picture. Like a harp? Kind of like a harp, yeah. But they play that. They They... They learn the arts. In fact, the word geisha broken down. Uh, like G- meant to be music. G-E-I, that one word means arts, and then the sha, sha means person. So oh, it's a, a person, person of the arts. Someone that can entertain and be culturally, you know, because that's what the men wanted. These were businessmen traveling. They wanted so I'm to- technically a geisha. <laughs> Um, technically, I think no. <laughs> now, a lot of geishas are prostitutes. So what kind of? Well, you don't have to be a prostitute to be a geisha. I know. I, I'm like a person of the arts. I like to entertain. I'm good at it. There's different ca- good parties. There's a caste. You know, jazz. like the India caste. I play system, the bongos. Right? You know, like the caste system yeah. in India. It's the same thing. Uh, even today, I believe there's a caste system, a social hierarchy. So you could be a geisha, not but formally. If you're not, if you weren't trained as a teenager for years and years and years, and you're not all artistic, you're at the bottom rung, and you are a prostitute geisha. Now the top, the top level geishas, the ones that are really culturally aware and can sing and dance and do all these movements. Yeah, they still give handies and stuff, but they're more sophisticated. Oh, then I'm definitely not a geisha. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're, they're more traditional, but there are prostitutes that are geisha. There's a very low rung. You don't want to be there. But if you become a geisha without going through the training, okay, or start young enough, that's where you'll be. And I do want to point out, because, because Sade was a prostitute at one point, I do want to bring this up real quick. In Japan at that time, prostitution was legal, okay? Now, growing up, Sade... Her and her sister were very promiscuous. And one thing that may have started messing with her is she got 
raped at age 15. Mm. Now, they were not doing well in academia, her and her sister, and they were sleeping around a lot. So the dad actually sells them to a brothel. You can sell people in the 1900s? Yes, because in Japan, in the 1900s, prostitution was legal and it was very regulated. And this is how it works. It's actually really smart how they worked it. Um, Let's say you want to become a prostitute, okay, and work legally for your country. They'll give you a cash advance. Like you're a movie star. Oh, I need my cash bonus, 50 grand or whatever. They give you straight up cash. But you enter a contractual agreement saying that you have to be a prostitute for the state, for Japan, for X number of years until you pay that off. Hmm. So you're locked in the brothel. You can't leave. The brothel is everything you are. You stay in there. And if you leave, you basically break your contract and there's headhunters looking for you. Then and this is what happened to Sade. I definitely don't want to be one of these geishas. This is what ha- and so the parents actually sold their children to the brothels to now, make to make money because they may um, have been struggling or like it was either now it's not clear about this story. Sade. Well, you said she grew up in a high yeah income family. Exactly. It may have been for punishment because they she all right she got raped. And I'm thinking about overseas, like when I was in Afghanistan. If a woman gets raped over there. Like damaged goods. Yeah, exactly. It's fucked up, but that's how it is. So she's not going to be able to marry. And that's how it was in Japan. She, No one's going to want her. No guy's going to want her. And since she's a woman, she's not going to be able to get a job. Let's just be honest. Like over there. You know? So it's still, it is the 30s. Yeah, so she doesn't have many options. So as punishment, her dad may have sold her to a brothel. Okay, now you can buy or them just back. just because she had no other options. Yeah, so that that's basically how that works. All right. But in general, like, that may have been an option for parents. I'm asking, like, if, yeah, they if, were, they're, if, if financially, they're struggling, yeah. they might sell that their children. That happens a lot, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking about it. Because prostitution is illegal over here in most places. And with – you. It's well, a market. You're not going to get rid of the market. And if you make it illegal, there's going to be a black market for it, which it is over here. And that's where you invite all the diseases and everything else in because it's not regulated. You know what I'm saying? Th- these women that were working legal? in the brothel is were getting legal tested. Is it legal in Nevada? Or no? Yeah, it's, no, it is. Yeah, it's it le- is? Yeah, it's legal in Nevada. That's the only place. I, th- I thought so. Oh, well, I don't know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> but in a regulated system like in Japan, they were tested all this stuff, yeah, they were protected. It, it's really know? interesting, like, going to yeah, European countries and, yeah. like, you, you know, walk and it's through a the good red light system. district. And Even a hundred years ago, I mean, I was like, damn, that's pick. really smart how they did that. Anyway, um, and I did I did dive a little bit into the geisha thing. I'm going to put, I found a, um, a whole Tumblr blog of someone that is a geisha, and she breaks everything down. It's really cool. So if you, I'll put that on Talk Murder. So she basically grew up kind of in the brothels. She moved around. She was a waitress at one point and stuff like that. Um, she ultimately was a prostitute geisha. That's who she became. That's pretty much all you need to know about her. Now, let me talk about after the murder. Because the whole nation is fucking f- afraid. There, 
you know how they're afraid of Godzilla? It's like the same shit, man. Godzilla. I'm serious. Like over here, we'd be like, "Oh shit, that's crazy." That's but over there, they're like locking them because over there, they like a devil woman. Yeah, they think she's the devil. You know, it's a different culture. So there's all kinds of sightings going on, mass panics, everything. They think she's the devil incarnate. The day after she leaves the hotel with his severed penis and balls stuffed in his underwear that she's wearing. <laughs> Jen. <laughs> I mean, because, all right, think about it. What would you, what is your life? What is your life when you just severed someone's penis and you have their penis and balls in your <laughs> pocket? What is well, your life? What do you do with your life at that point? <laughs> like, <laughs> I sincerely hope that I never have to ask myself that question. <laughs> well, if you ever do, you can take notes from what she did. And she went the opposite. She, she went and she saw a movie. <laughs> a talkie? She saw a movie. Was it a talkie or was it a silent movie at that point? No, it was the forties. She saw 30s. a movie with this guy's penis and testicles in her pocket. I just honestly hope that I never go to a movie and end up with a guy's penis and testicles in my pocket <laughs> at the movie theater. Like that's uh, Nicole, can you read this? Well, this I feel is, like uh, you would actively have to go do something when that happen. Well, I'm this saying is what the that's detective. what I'm saying. I hope that no, no. I mean, like if they were to, you know, you never know. What do you mean? How are they going to end up in your pocket, Jen? Well, I'm saying? just saying, if he like makes an advance and he puts the in the pocket, I'm saying I hope that never happens. Wait, to he me. puts he his puts penis, his in, penis your in your pocket. I don't know. I what do you mean know. you don't know? I don't know. Where. <laughs> I don't know. I've had too much sake. I can't even think straight. <laughs> is that something men do? I don't know. I don't know. I oh, never. D- I, hey, do you're you... like no, no, no. It's like dick in a box, yeah. but dick in your pocket. <laughs> hey, uh, do you do you mind? Uh, do you have any room in your pocket? I just want to s- stick this. Junk in there, right quick. Yeah, <laughs> you're, 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 I don't know what to no one's saying. gonna put your their penis in your looks pocket. Very warm. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to find a penis in my pocket. I don't care where I am. <laughs> my pockets are for my hands, not for your penis. <laughs> that would actually kind of hurt because, especially those tight pockets. You know, it's yeah, scrape. because there is a, there is a a conspiracy against female pockets. I just want to put that out there that women's pants. And dresses, they need more pockets, and not the type of pockets that you are fake. Like, what, why pockets. do y'all have fake pockets? That pisses me off. Thank you. Why do women have fake pockets? Because they. If I bought because a of the pair, patriarchy. If I bought a pair, because if I bought a pair of pants with fake pockets, I'll be in an uproar. I'd be like, "What the shit is this?" Exactly. I pay for damn pockets. Yes. Exactly. Well, it's not men. Well, we don't want. We don't want fake pockets. We well, want why real do y'all have them? Ask the fashion designers. That, which is female. No. So most you of think the men are designing female clothes? Yes, a lot of them things did. is so that things can be tighter. Which Jen is right. The patriarchy. Thank you. That's very interesting. Yeah, so that things can look tighter. So that if you have, if you're wearing All right, like well, maybe jeggings, the... they don't have pockets, so that it can be. We want pockets tight. and everything. All right, all right, hold, on, hold on, maybe the fake pockets is a good thing. No. No, you're just we saying that because you want skin tight jeans. Up with the patriarchy. <laughs> no, we want pockets. We want pockets. We want pockets. <laughs> we want pockets. <laughs> More soggy, no pockets. No, we want pockets. Hot pockets. Demeanor, when asked why she had killed Ashita, immediately she became excited and her eyes sparkled in a strange way. Her answer was, I loved him so much. I wanted him all to myself. But since we were not husband and wife, as long as he lived, he could be embraced by another woman. I knew that if I killed him, no other woman could ever touch him again. So I killed him. 
Now, this is three days later. Have you guys ever had Portuguese sweet, sweet bread? Guys, listen. I'll have to bring it back some when I come home. Listen. When I go home from here. Come she back had here from my old home. She had this penis in her pocket for several days. Three or four days. Oh, no. I feel like that would be not good. Oh. Yeah, I feel like it would s- smell awful. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, the, it's a body part. It decomposes. Yeah. It's like decomposing in her pocket. The penis is decomposing in her pocket. Get your falling star and put it in your pocket. All right. Jen, can you read this? <laughs> oh, I, I, you here singing it right. I sang it wrong. But, yes, we get the point. All right, Jen, read this for me. This is... Uh, Something that you need to read. Uh uh uh. Nope. This is the no, middle not reading. Where, where it says at first. It's I, not bad, Jen. It's, I don't believe Jen, you. you. It's got not this. bad. You it's got this, not Jen. Bad. It's let the sake do the talking. Let the sake do the talking. I am taking a shot of sake, but I still don't <laughs> believe you. I know that this is going to be embarrassing for me to read, so I'm just going to read it anyway. Okay, mission accomplished. <laughs> Why am I having all this sake? What, what? You keep drinking it. Well, you keep pouring it in my cup. What am I supposed to do with it? Drink Jen, it. read that. It's very important for the story. This is not fair. I always get sucked into the worst things. At first, when I met Professor Omiya, I had thought that I would go ahead and die. Oh, that's sad. But after seeing him, although I was vaguely thinking that I would have to die, I felt safe since I had Ishida's important thing close to me. (laughs) Important thing. I felt attached to Ishida's penis and thought that... (laughs) I hate you. This was random. <laughs> this is not random. I am being discriminated against. <laughs> Shit. I felt attached to Ashita's penis and thought that only after taking leave from it quietly could I then die. <laughs> You're the worst. I unwrapped the paper holding them and gazed at his penis and scrotum. <laughs> no. Read I it. Don't want to. Read it. It's for the story. You know, my read it. And my sister listens to this. And like, read it. No, no, read no, it. no, no. I'm going to read it. Okay. I was assigned a project. I have to finish it. Finish him. I put his. No, no more. No more no, sake. Some, don't give her more sake. She's had enough, babe. It's too alcoholic for her. Read right. it, Jen. Then you finish yours and you can have the rest. <clears throat> Jen, read it so we can go move on. <clears throat> I unwrapped the paper holding them and gazed at his penis and scrotum. I put his penis in my mouth and even tried to insert it inside me. Why do we read these things? All the little as well. Oh, wait. Oh, no. That's Cheers wrong. to my All sister the, for I put his penis this. in my mouth. I don't think your sister knew about this. I don't know. Reading. My sister surprises me I sometimes. I put his penis in my mouth and even tried to insert it inside me. <laughs> All the while, I was thinking about things and crying a little as well. Yeah, well, I mean... You're holding I a did, dead penis ugh, in your hand. Like, it's, it's not even hard, This is I like imagine. a four-day-old penis. Like, ugh. Well, maybe it's hard for other four day old That like, sounds like a bread that you get at the market. <laughs> like, yesterday's bread, 50%. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't sleep well that night. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I felt that all I wanted to, was to have another day to touch Ishida's penis. <laughs> Then I decided that I would flee to Osaka, staying with Ishida's penis all the while. In the end, I would jump from a cliff on Mount Ikoma while holding on to his penis. <laughs> what? She was going to jump off a mountain and commit suicide by holding his penis. <laughs> what the Down with the patriarchy! Holy shit. You know, if she could flop it around like a helicopter, she could probably 
you know, levit you know, probably land no, soccer. No, I, I imagine like rigor mortis would set in. Though. Yeah, it's literally now. By the time she got to the mountain, is like a seven day old penis. So it's like a dildo. <laughs> I don't think but it's, I, but it's a, a flaccid. Oh, yeah. It's a flaccid penis that's hard for rigor mortis. Right. I don't. That's understand. a good point. Yeah. So, well, no, 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 no. I read in a book the other day. Yes, you do go through rigor mortis, but then after eighteen hours, your body starts to loosen up again. So, yeah, it was the penis was hard for the first eighteen hours, but then it starts to loosen up again. Wow, it's like an erectile dysfunction commercial. Yeah. She was going to jump are you, off. Are you satisfied with that reading? <laughs> Jen, I'm more than satisfied. It's random, Jen. I randomly picked you. I tried to give you the first one. The first one wasn't bad. Oh, look. Rigor Mortis said it, and then it went out. Oh, look. <laughs> That's Jen's middle finger for uh, those of you who shit, can't see that us. Was funny. That was from Sade Abe herself talking about the penis. Now, she's still alive. Um, that's um, a good question. She today? actually, she was really famous when they called her super famous. I mean, she, like she wrote an autobiography. She got all his money. And then in the 70s, she disappeared off the face of the earth. No one know where she went. So she Wait, did she not? In jail? Yeah. Oh, I was going to get to that. But yeah, she got sentenced to guess how much? Four years. Six years. Whoa. She served five years to the day. All right, so basically this story is this. She try, she's probably the first person in the world to try necrophilia with a severed four-day-old penis. I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, first person on record. Yeah. That we've talked about. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people were speculating that the reason she cut off the penis was because it was above average. But... For, for Japan or for, yeah. like... For Japan, <laughs> Jen, exactly <laughs> that was what good. I was saying. Yeah, above average at 3.7 <laughs> inches. <laughs> that 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 was the size? Or no, that, you're just saying that? <laughs> no, He's I'm just, just saying it. That that's above average but for Japan. That was quickly disproven once um, Japan decides to put the severed genitalia on display at the Tokyo Medical School. What? <laughs> yeah. Some reason. It was still there? No, it actually disappeared after World War II. Someone stole it. <laughs> so I don't fucking know. Maybe it was Abe. Maybe it was Abe Sade. Who knows, man? What? Um, ask me anything you guys want about the story. Wait, so she was in prison for only five years. Yeah, and she was complaining the whole it... time that the conditions were too how bad. Did, how did they catch her? Oh, yeah, here's how they caught her. I didn't go into this, but the guy that she was, Ashido, was married and they were right, having yeah. an affair. Yeah. Okay. But the whole time they were sleeping together, he was also running home to his wife and sleeping with her, too. So she became really possessive. Now, she's a prostitute. She sleeps with a lot of people. But she's never been attached to anyone. Like, she's been attached to a Shido. So she really did fall in love, which is why she only spent five years in prison. You cannot imprison someone who's in love. Um, False. He was already dead. You know, I don't think she what killed him. What do you mean he was already dead? She killed him. Well, it may not have been on purpose. Who knows? Uh... We'll never know. She leaves the hotel. She goes sees a movie with the penis. She what takes, movie? I don't Godzilla? know. King Kong? She, she, takes the mo- she takes the penis to a few bars. She just hangs Puts out with it. The- on the table, like gives it a drink. <laughs> of what? She's hanging out with the penis for a few days, and 
she's going to Osaki, Osaka. What's that city? Osaka? Osaka. She's going to Osaka because she's going to jump off the mountain with the penis. And actually, her train leaves in a few hours. But detectives kind of got a hint that she was going to run away there because at the time she was writing all these suicide letters to our friends saying that this is it for her, whatever. She's going to go jump off this mountain with his penis. Okay. She told her friends that she had the penis and was jumping it off the. Everyone knew at the time. It was like, this is a huge, huge scare. Everyone knew she didn't say anything in letters, but she's at the train station. The detectives come up. Now they don't recognize her because she tried to change her appearance. And they're like, are you Sade Abe? Are you Sade Abe? And she's like, yeah, I am. And they're like, no, you're not. You're not. This is the wrong person. Let's go. Let's continue the search. And then as they're turning away, she pulls out that ding dong and (laughs) flaps it around. And they're like, we got her. (laughs) We got her. (laughs) And that's how that happened. Exactly how that happened. Wow. All right. Yeah. And then um, she was actually... Wanting to die, wanting to be executed in prison, but they decided not to do that, to just put her in prison Well, she only for got five, five years, years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, she got six years, but they let her out on the, <clears throat> they let her out five years on the day, and it was the anniversary, the 2600th year anniversary of something in Japan, some holiday, I don't know. She's climbing in your window, snatching your penis up, trying to cut it. So you better hide your balls, hide your dick, hide your balls, hide your dick, and hide your other parts because she's stealing all of them out there. You want to go watch a movie or something? Yes. Rat race. So she disappeared. She disappeared after the 1970s. She was really famous after she got out of prison. She was doing movies and really signing autographs. And she was just because it also went to the whole feminist movement in Japan at that time. All right, there, like I was saying, there's a caste system that's very well-defined over there. I don't know if it's still like that. But women are pretty much the low of the low. So there was a mo- like a feminist movement over there, and she that's why your sister said she's one bad bitch. Because, hmm. I mean, how do you bring the patriarchy down, Jen? Add more pockets. No. Yes, you, you bring, add more pockets. You bring the patriarchy down by cutting it at the root, <laughs> cutting <laughs> off the base. <laughs> Cut the penis off, Jen. That will bring the patriarchy down. I feel like now all of our listeners are going to like secretly go cash rate their boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but now, yeah, don't do that. We're not advocating for what but you, you did. have to cut at the base because if you don't, it'll grow back. Really? No, yeah. it won't. Yes. Yeah, it will. No, it won't. Yes, it will. You didn't know that? No, it will. Yeah, it will. I'm confused now because, like, if you can grow back, why doesn't it just get bigger over time? You can if you cut it, but it hurts to cut it. You want to cut your own penis? I don't have a penis, so I'm not. No, I'm not saying it grows back bigger. It just, it's like your hair. Your hair grows. You cut it and grows again. So does John Bobbitt have another penis? Yeah, it grew back. It's not the same size, smaller, but. His penis did develop again. Jim, why you're, are you looking at her? You're like full you're of trying. bullshit. I don't believe Come you. On. I hope you no. don't believe me. <laughs> of course not. You're a dick. <laughs> uh, literally. It? it was a penis he, had, he at least has one. Thanks for the Japan story, Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Danielle. This was a great story. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, don't let the kids listen. 
I will never go to a movie and not think of this story. I'll always be wondering. You're hey, gonna be so tempted to just that, stick your penis in someone's pocket. Does that woman in front, three rows in front of me, have a penis, a severed penis in her pocket? If you really enjoyed this story, be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use. If you really like this story, you follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our geisha, go to talkmore.com slash join. Become a Talk Us Primo. Get a badass t-shirt, sticker swag, a lot of love. Shout it out all over the place. Tell me what story you want me to do. I'll research it, dedicate it to you on the Talk More to Me podcast. My name is John here with Jen and Nicole. And until next time, sayonara. Babe, drink more of the sake so we can finish. Uh, I don't want more sake. I know, he needs to finish. He doesn't his. need more sake. I know, so, drunk. babe, finish it. What the fuck? Finish him.